Hey, Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond sisters, it's Donna Rudowitz, and we've got a very special guest today, Miss Jen Gilman. Hello, Jen from Florida. <laughs> We're so glad you're here. And for those of you who are new to the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond community, we are a community of badass, amazing women who have drawn the line in the sand and no longer are letting the past define how we're showing up in life, we are committed to our future. We have drawn the line in the sand and committed to reclaiming our power, recovering our heart, living the rest of our life as the best of their life. And the first part about that work truly is becoming our own soulmate, right? So here at Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond in our, in my rapid 12 week rapid transformational coaching program, is where we really learn how to take our life back for us, for no one else, no one's partner, no one's sister, no one's friend, but really for us. And if you're interested at the end of the um, the discussion here, there'll be links for you to connect with us and learn more about the community. But in the meantime, what I would love to do is introduce you to our friend, Jen, who's here with us. So Jen, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and I'll let you take it from there and then we'll let the conversation go where it may. Okay. Well, um, I, I've worked for a company for over uh, almost 20 years in sales and raised three um, beautiful uh, adult sons. They're um, 21, 22, and 25. And uh, just in the beginning, um, about seven months of being separated in the process of going through divorce and um, I have so much to be thankful for, and um, I'm, I'm mostly thankful that I found you, Donna. Oh, my I gosh. Right back at you, because it's, it's sort of that reciprocal relationship. It's almost as if when un, until you come to DG, DG isn't complete. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you're here, it makes it complete in the same way. So I'm so glad we found each other. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be a part of DG and it has really helped me learn, um, more about myself. I mean, just like when you said, tell me about yourself. I have so many things that I want to say. The biggest thing is that I, um, I am leading with my heart and, um, gracefully and just trying to be the positive person and set a better example for my adult son. And I love it. I love when you say that because if, if think about if our emotions and you know how we talk about this in DG on our coaching calls, we'll talk about we are the master of cause, not the victim to effect, right? Exactly. And, and, and every emotion that we experience as women, and if you're listening to this and listening to what Jen is saying, every emotion that you're experiencing, whether it be fear, worry, doubt, they're all normal, they're all natural, and we, we give them compassion, right? But they are... I don't know if you were on Thursday or it was Monday's call where we were talking that emotions are very good servants. They make horrible leaders, right? Because <laughs> right? the emotions, if they lead us, this is the reason why I feel so many women feel so frustrated is because like you, they've raised, they've raised a family or they've taken care of loved ones. They have a good career. They have a good home. They have a good family. And those skills that they've been using to get that success in life for whatever reason, they're trying to put it in this area of healing our soul fracture, reclaiming our brilliance, but it's just not working. And so it becomes frustrating and it feels like we're just <laughs> right driving our tail. So tell me a little bit about that, about, you know, the change in, 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 in utilizing what I would call, 
the horse that you you were riding before DG was a good horse, right? It took you to where you needed to be. I believe that as women, we do everything in our power. We make the best decisions that we have in that moment. But when you could put that horse and sort of just tie it up where it's supposed to be and say, wait a minute, this, there's a new horse for me to ride now. And right. I'm going to get on this horse and where that's taking you. Let's just talk about the difference for well, a minute. Really wanted uh, to speak to someone uh, professionally and a group of women that were going through the same thing. Yep. Um, and also learn and not be that complainer and woe is me and look what I've done or what have I done. I felt like I was on a hamster wheel and boundaring, mm -hmm. although I made these huge steps and I was so yep. calm. Yeah. Sudden, I did this big decline, like after the holidays. Oh yeah, I made it through the holidays, and I had COVID, and then I started feeling those old feelings of, what am I going to do now? You know, and I did start getting those woe is me, and I started feeling very, not myself, not confident. Um, I no. needed something, and I found this group, and so I found you, and I found that. Um, just for asking for help and talking to other people that are going through the same thing. Um, you know, that's calming within itself. Um, and to yes. feel open. And the first time I spoke, um, the first time I put my face on the zoom call, I kept turning it off. I, <laughs> and, I, I, and I remember the first time we spoke, I think our first phone call, we had to reschedule because you had COVID, if I remember correctly, yeah. or something was going on. But then the second time we spoke, you had, you were, you were in, you had it, you weren't feeling well. Yeah. Right. And then, and, and, and I remember that you're turning, turning it on, turning it off and turning the zoom on. Yeah. It showed up. I just, um, I, my word for the year, we talked about this on one of the first calls is what is your word? And mine is strong to be strong and confident i and i've been practicing the affirmations that i've learned from you and the life coaches and others i am strong and that's what i wanted that's my end goal of this jen i, I am on fire for you right now i'm on fire I want that, that confidence back and I, I i have done hard things jackie you have reminded me and jackie has reminded me I have done hard things, but I was just floundering. I needed to be able to talk to people that were non-judgmental and that, you know, I could just be myself. I totally agree. And don't you feel, and I think one of the things, one of the reasons why I created Divorce and Gracefully and Beyond in my journey in my early years in going through this was when I went to other women who were, who were sort of had the same experience, it was like what you had said, there was complaining, there was sorrow, there was, it's never going to, my life is always going to suck. This right. is terrible. And I was like, Oh my God, like I would leave those conversations worse off than when I came in, I would feel not only would I feel my own pain and sorrow, but now I'm carrying everyone else's. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, is this, is this, is this my future? Right. Is this, is this what's possible? So I think, you know, having a community and having coaches where this, this is not a support group, which is, hi, my name's Donna. I'm divorced. <laughs> right. That's what, we are, <laughs> we are committed women who are smart, who are intelligent, who have focus, or even if we don't have it at the moment, we're, we're getting our focus back, but it is, it's the, what I would consider to be the highest level executive coaching for our personal side of life, which I think is so important. And I don't understand why this is like, I guess, a riff that I have with just general societal norms is 
is why it's looked upon as women as like we have to figure everything out on our own. That if, if if we don't, like it's it's very difficult to to break past some sort of what I would consider societal norms. But really, the strongest woman and the most successful woman and the most successful person is the one that says, "Hey, wait a minute, no, I'm going to bring in the people I need," which is what you did. Right. And what's the difference of crossing that bridge, right? From from one side of the bridge where we feel alone and lonely and maybe nervous to the other side of the bridge where we may not have everything together just yet. Everything may not be perfect. It's not unicorns and rainbows, but we're, we, we have the focus, we have the clarity and we have the vision. How, what's the difference there for you? Um, just using with some of the tool, you mean like, so what have I done differently, basically? Right. Yes. yes. Um, Thank you for clarifying yeah. that question so, <laughs> in, a, um, in a very simple form. <laughs> so, um, honestly, in the beginning, the studying of and um, creating a gratitude journal and, yes. and a journal within itself, I was never, I was never really into that. I never really stuck with it. And since I've started with DG, I've been writing down every morning. And I've told my mom this, you've heard me say, I've been trying to, you know, help my mom as well, have a positive attitude. And we have so much to be thankful for, as I mentioned before. So just starting each day with gratitude. Yeah. I'm starting to meditate more. I do. Good. I'm loving that. Yes. I'm in planning and, and not planning, but just going with the flow and taking extra time with, and giving myself grace. That's the biggest thing. I didn't realize I mean, I, I beat myself up over every little thing and those inner, inner voice, the inner voice and the inner thoughts are just, you know, we, as women, I think we all just beat ourselves up and we're our worst critic. And I, I, I couldn't agree with you more a thousand percent. I'm late. I didn't prepare, you know, more than five yep. minutes. <laughs> yep. And I think that what ends up happening, especially when we're affected by the tsunami of feelings from divorce or separation is that the feel our, our critical thoughts sort of get buried in, amongst all the other shit that's there. Right. So we don't really realize just how critical we are until that smoke begins to clear because we've done the work to clear it. And then there's all that's left is me and the thought or you and the thought. And this is, again, this is why, you know, how we talk about people will give up two feet before gold, two feet before gold, because those thoughts to be by themselves could be that it could just you know, people don't want to devastating. They don't want to do it until you realize that, wait a minute, that, that actually is the key. That's the door. And when you're, when you're there, then you realize like, wow, oh my God, like I'm horrible to myself. I'm horrible to myself. Cause we are the thoughts are, we would never in a million years say that to anybody outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I stopped beating yeah. myself up and, trying to be busy. My, I think I, I was raised for some reason. I, and I did this to my boys too. I said, the busier you are, the better you are. You know, exactly. Where did that come from? Who? <laughs> that's not true. It's not fact. It's, it's not who someone decided that. And I've learned to say, yes, I'm going to be busy, but I'm going to take time and take breaks for my um, inner peace and my focus because I deserve that. And we all do. And and I think of it more now, Jen, and I don't know if you feel it this way. To me, busy means because it's it's a choice. It's an investment in my time. Mm -hmm. And my time is no longer haphazardly being sucked away or just like you said, being 
busy at things is that I could have my schedule full, but it's intentional time. Definitely. Right. That's the difference. And, and I think you said the key word too, or the key concept, which is end time for me. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I would never do the things that I'm doing now, just the quiet time and reminding myself to take breaks Um, when on the computer all day and phone or with in meeting with work. And I love my job. I love sales. And I've been contemplating, you know, talking about, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. Why do I do it? I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm researching that or realizing that it's because I love being with people. Yep helping people. So, and now the best, I think the best part about this work that we do is that as we help ourselves, because I, I'm going to just say my journey, I would have loved someone to come in and save me, right, per se, or have this, 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 this knight in shiny armor come in and take care of everything. And I just get to live my life and not have to worry about anything, right? Not have to worry about just be completely taken care of and, and, and vacations planned and bills paid. And I could just go ahead and do my thing. But that's not God's plan for my life, apparently, because it's never happened that way. It's never, it just isn't. But you know, what I realized is, who am I waiting for? I've got to do that for me. Right. I've got to be the most important person. I've got to come in and be my own savior in that way. Does that make sense? Right? It's because when we claim that, that's the true gift of life, because we're happy. And then every part of our life, what I like to say, the wealth of the mind, body, spirit, our friends, our job, everything emanates from that and becomes that much more rich. Definitely. Yes. Right. Like where you are right now in in this process of your work is what I would call like this reckoning or this, this awakening phase where you're, it's work. It's, you've been there for 20 years, you know it, you understand it, but it's almost like when you do the work on yourself, there's a veil that's lifted and you see things differently. Definitely. Yeah. Right. It's different. (laughs) It's the same, but yet it's different. Mm -hmm. It's just a completely new way to see things. I am definitely showing up better, a better Mm -hmm. version. I do believe that because I'm taking time. Yeah. And that's, that's the true gift. So what are the things in your life that you really want to begin focusing on that you want to be moving towards and you want to be begin creating what if we would say, Jen, we're in Gen 1.0. Now we're in Gen 2.0. And now we're going to go to the future. What are the things that are really important for you, Jen, to bring into your life? Uh, Well, I would like uh, so many things, but the the immediate like dream is to own a beach house or to live. Yes, we are beach sisters. Look at, I don't know if you can see, but oh, maybe I'll go this way. My whole office. I don't, can you see all my pillows? We are uh, beach sisters. Yes. So that's like my big uh, dream. That I'm letting Casey in because she wants to be part of this conversation. So hold on. Yes, the beach house. Yep. Yes. And, um, and I would like to some have someone to share it with. I would love to have find a soulmate uh, one day, and I would love to have grandchildren there. And I envision, you know, in the future, being sitting out on the porch, um, looking over to the water, um, holding a baby, a grand. Oh my god! Isn't that great? (laughs) And so, what I want everyone to see, which is, let me just put a piece of paper up because I think. Oh, is my camera clear? Sometimes it goes when I get up; it doesn't. 
focus on me correctly again. Am I clear or am I fuzzy? Yeah. Clear. Yeah. I'm clear. Okay. Is this is look at Jen's face, right? Just the hope in the future and the, and, and we get to dream again. You know, I think divorce and separation robs us from these beautiful gifts of life, which are, which are the hopes and the dreams and the miracles and the synchronicities that we're so we're, we're anchored to the pain versus anchored to the abundance and the curiosity and the fun. Because I know over the past, I don't know, however, 10 weeks you've been in the program or so, there's been challenges that you faced. There's been challenges we've all faced, right? right? There's been weeks that have been phenomenal weeks and there's been weeks that have been not so phenomenal weeks, right? <laughs> and and we get to say is we have joy in spite of the sock, right? We get joy in spite of the circumstances. So but what I love to see, what I love, love, love to see <laughs> is that spark in you. Thank you. Right? Um that's the fun part is we get to, we get, we get to have hope again. Right. We get to have like just that curiosity, that little girl faith that we had way before all of this shit happened. Excuse my language. Yeah. We get, oh, <laughs> we get I agree. Dream. Yeah. And just, I'm learning to appreciate all the yep. little tiny miracles, um, learning, you know, to celebrate all the little stuff that I was just in on autopilot, not even noticing. Oh my God, Jen, <laughs> this is like an amazing, we have to keep, this is it. It's so true. I want everybody who's listening to Jen right now <laughs> to do a little bit of an internal assessment and ask yourself, how long have I been running on autopilot? I feel like a long time. We I have 5,000 5, plus women who will who are here and who will likely see this video, right? And I, I can tell you 4,999.99% are likely going to say, yep, I'm on autopilot. And I just, I was in survival mode. I had so much going on and I wasn't, I didn't realize how much, um, um, unrest you know i knew that i i was kind of raised and i've yeah. lived fight or flight i knew that and i was working on that um and i and i still i'm better when i wobble and and i get out of the wobble a little bit faster that's and it because that's what it's we're not <laughs> we're we this 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 thing called life is a boxing ring and when we decide to fight for something or stand for something or take a different direction we can expect we're going to get hit it's, it's expected. You don't go into a boxing ring, get hit and be like, oh my gosh, why did I get punched in the face? No, we're expected to. However, it's not a TKO, right? right? It's not a total knockout. What it does is, okay, we've got, we refine, we learn because we have the resilient, we've built the resilience. We're not in the fight or flight anymore. We're anchored in our true abundance and our true hope because in the past life was what, like had, had you said, I was on autopilot, but it was autopilot going in the direction we don't want right here now dgb we get to say wait a minute i'm going to set my life on autopilot but i'm going to set it in a sense of abundance and 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 hope and and the miracles and the and and the synchronicities that are going to come but that's just the baseline of autopilot where i'm going i get to create what i want right so i get to co-create with this autopilot but it doesn't need to be the way we don't want it actually could be the way we want. And Cynthia shared before that we're, we're that straight where we were talking about going on autopilot. So thank you, Cynthia. Yep. And here's, here's the deal. We could change the autopilot. Definitely. For our future and, direction. Yep. 
I love it. Thank you. Let's talk about that. Let's just, before we go on to, um, I, ha I have another thing I want to ask you about, but the difference between the weight of the emotions and what was and wasn't possible before versus where you are now. Meaning that what, if, 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 if the wobble would have come in, what that would have meant, how long you would have stayed down, um, how that would have devastated you versus now the wobble comes in, the refractory period short, we address it, we manage it, and we move on. What's the difference for you? I am definitely using the pause and not, not reacting. Um, but I, I, before I would just get upset and n nothing else would be able to happen that day, you know, or that's it. The day would be gone. Uh -huh. Yep. Days gone. Days. All I can focus on is yep. that thing that happened and how angry I was and I can't, couldn't get it out of my head. I couldn't be present and yep. learning how to manage those emotions now and pausing. And it I'm writing down here, like, I, I think I, I just have to write this down because this is really important that I couldn't be present. You said, right. I couldn't be present. Oh, that at the time. Yep. <laughs> um, right. You didn't know it at the time, right? Well, at the time, it just felt so normal. It felt so natural. It felt like this is just, this is just going to be my life. This is just the part of it. But the reason why I'm writing down, I couldn't be present mm -hmm. is think about it. 365 days a year, correct? We have, mm -hmm. we all have the same 365 days. If we spend, let's say we spend 250 of those not present because we're there, but we're not really present. There's other things that are pulling our attention, mm -hmm. right? Our bodies are there, but physiologically right. our minds are somewhere else, right? And so this right. is this is what I would call what most of us women have and suffer from is our minds, our bodies are present, but our minds are either thinking about where we've come from mm -hmm. in the past, what I could have done, what could have been different. Did I make the right decision? you know, am I going to be the cat lady living in the condo by myself, like down the road, like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And then and again, then we're, we're, we're fearful about our future. And so we're constantly going from the past to the future, the past to the future. What we're missing is the now. Mm -hmm. Now this, you know, now, Jen, but I want everybody who's listening to this to understand our only power is in the now. We only have now tomorrow never comes because when tomorrow comes, it's now. There isn't no, like, you know what I'm saying? We have the power to intend and to create, but the only thing is now. And so what ends up, and this is the reason why I'm so divorce makes me angry. And it's not, it's not that I hold the anger in, but it's something that makes me angry. I guess that's why I do the work that I do is we lose, we lose ourselves. Mm -hmm. It steals us. It robs us from being present in the day. It robs us from being with our children, with our loved ones, from living life, from seeing the beautiful, lovely bird, from seeing the colors of the, the, the grass, because it just, we're just robbed. Right. Very true. And we don't have to be there anymore. Right. Right. Is that we get to decide. And this is, this is where I love it, where it comes in, my friend, is we get to say, I am present. Right. I am. I because am. just because your brain thinks something doesn't mean it's true, right? We yeah. get to create the rule because our rules have been created by our earliest caregivers, by our teachers, by our friends, by our family, by society. And I'm not saying those rules and those con those this, those thoughts are necessarily bad, but we do get to say, wait a minute, do they serve me? Right. And we take a rightful seat 
in our, in our place. So what, what would you say is the most important thing for someone who's going through a divorce in a divorce, thinking about a divorce, or they're, 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 they're sort of just circling their own tail. They're stuck. They're miserable. They're sad. They're lonely. They're fearful. They're, they're just all over the place. What would you say to her? What would you say from where you are to where you are now? What would be some guidance or some direction that you could give her? If someone was already deciding to divorce. Let's just say the emotions, regardless of if she's divorced, not okay. divorced, but just the emotions of just being stuck, right? Of feeling no hope for the future. Okay. And let's say this woman is successful, meaning she's got a good job. She's got good family. She's got good friends. Everyone would be looking at her and saying, wow, she's got, she's got it all together, but inside she doesn't, right? Like she's showing up, right. but inside she's suffering. Well, I would, I, I think the old Jennifer before DG would say, hire a therapist, but I, I I would say counseling, but uh, honestly, I had this conversation this week with a good friend and um, we talked about how you have to love yourself in order to be loved and to be together. And I've always tried that before I left, I was working on myself instead of constantly trying to fix everybody else and, and me as a couple or us as a couple, Mm -hmm. um, fixing myself first. And I had been working really hard on that. And I did have a very good therapist. Um, So I I would say, work on yourself first. And, and then, you know, try to work, you know, together into couples counseling and um, with someone that they could relate to. But at the same time, what, you know, figuring out what, what you want in life and what what's if you're compatible still and what is your um what is your wish list um kind of like of who you who you are but also who you I guess what I'm trying to say is what do you manifest (laughs) yeah I think it's going back to what you're saying which is is deciding what's important to you right what what's good for me you know and in you hasn't left their situation um, just because I did it and it worked or it may be working for me. Maybe this person hasn't worked on themselves and listening to or hiring a life coach. I think that's also what I would say now, instead of hiring a therapist, I would say hire a life coach and what are the other areas in your life do you need to work on you with? Yep. Um, I agree with you a thousand percent. And that's why DGB is here, right? Is because we, we actually do something a little different, which is it's not necessarily life coaching. It's more what I consider to be relationship coaching. Um, because we focus only on the relationship really with ourself, right? Is, is building the best relationship with yourself. Now, I love to say I'm, I'm a therapist by trade. That's my background. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, AKA psychotherapist and had a very successful psychotherapy practice. And what I realized was psychotherapy is wonderful for the woman when she is confused, right? Or she's not sure what happened, or there's, there's a lot of uncertainty and she needs that unbiased opinion and there needs to be some data. Like that's a perfect opportunity for a therapist, right? Because that person needs, needs to talk it through. Like you said, she needs to figure out like, what, what is it about me? What is it about this relationship? And what is it about where I want to go? And, and being able to get that, what I would say that data to help her make and see things clearly, where divorcing gracefully and beyond and where the relationship slash life coaching comes in is really where therapy leaves off is where you're at a point 
where you could be one month post-divorce, you could be 30 years post-divorce, it doesn't matter, but where you're ready to draw the line in the sand because everything that you've been doing, you've got your work settled, you've got other pieces settled, it's this personal side, right, of the life you just don't have settled and it's time. You're not necessarily interested in going back and creating an understanding about the past. You want to talk about the future, right? Because when you go to a therapist, at least in my experience, I, and I always was a very different therapist, Jen, when women would come to work with me, because I've always worked in this area. The first thing I would say to them is I would say to them, our engagement will likely not, not last longer than six months. And they would say, wait a minute, this is crazy, because people are used to going to therapists for years. Not, not necessarily, not a bad thing, right? And right. my difference and my, my answer to them would be, come back here to work with me in a therapeutic environment would be a want, not a have to, right? Because you would want to do other things, but you have, you have enough skills and abilities to be able to heal and coach yourself through because right. you are your own guru, right? That, that, that's what I teach you at DG is I teach you the skills and the tools that you learn how to apply it. You understand it. You could, you do this. The beauty of the community and the beauty of working with your coaches is you have the support and the framework. To right. help and walk you through, right? No one likes to walk through life alone. I don't. <laughs> I like to walk. So, so I would say that I, I, I strongly agree with that. If, if, if no matter what phase of divorce you're in, whether you're in it, you're out of it, but you're at the point where everything up until this point you've tried has got you thus far, but you can't quite seem to move the needle on really getting your life. What's really important to you moved. That's when relationship coaching comes in. Right. And, and that's when, what I would say is, I mean, here at DG, this is all we do, right? This is all, we don't, we don't focus on anything else. So this is the place, but your, my guidance to you is, is to find the community and find the support and how, how you find the right coaches that they are actually living, breathing what you want, exactly. right? That mm -hmm. they're, that it's not just someone who's just hanging up a shingle and saying, I'm a coach. And then you realize like, wait a minute, this is not what I want. So going back to what you really want, Jen, going back to this beach house, what else? Like if we see you a year from now, what would you like, what would you like to be feeling and experiencing? I know that I want to help other women. I say, I, yep. I, you know, I do love to help people and help. Um, I've been involved with a lot of training and sales, helping um, show other people the ropes and helping people. So in some, I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't, I know what I want. So well, but this, is also, this is also beautiful for me to see unfold. And I get it. It's, it's in that helping is that as, as you, as you healed your heart, right? I think in the beginning of our journey, when our heart is hurt mm -hmm. or we're, it's broken or we have that soul fracture. We, we need to take from our environment, meaning we, we need to, we need to heal. We need, we need, we need wound healing. And then we get to a point where we've crossed the bridge where we feel, we feel the love within us. We've, we're anchored and now we want to share it with others because we have clarity back. How great is that? So this is just the opportunity. You'll be, we'll see where it's going to lead you, right? <laughs> we'll see, we'll see where the helping arm is going to lead you. We'll see where that's going to be. But, you know, this is universal data for me to see just how far you've come from the time you started to DG to where you are now and just where you're going to be a year from now, right? Like okay. impact, <laughs> impact that you're going to be making on this world and in your life and other people's lives is going to be fantastic. 
Fantastic. So any last words before we close? Anything you'd like to say to anyone who's listening? Oh, my goodness. Um, I just want to say thank you. I've enjoyed the community. I've enjoyed everything. And I um, have been doing a lot of hard work. (laughs) You have. You have. um, I guess the biggest thing is I'm just very thankful to Mm. you and your team. Um, And I appreciate appreciate everything. I'm glad that um, I was looking you know, I was looking for someone or something to help me get through this. And I loved, I think the title divorcing gracefully, that's always been on my heart and in my mind and how I wanted uh, my story to go or our family's story. I didn't want continuous fighting and no, you can't be in the same room together. Um, you know, whenever my kids get married and have kit and have their babies, we're going to be together. Um, yes. Cause you've decided I, it that way with grace. Yep. I love the fact that, um, you know, you I've learned that I do. I love, um, my husband and I always will. I just didn't love the behavior or don't love the behavior mm-hmm. behaviors that we had and the negativity. So, yep. um, and here's to the rest of your life, my friend. Yeah. Yes, you got you've 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 got the opportunity now to not many women, and this is this is also something that's really special about us and about us sisters is there's not many women out there that get to rewrite their story, right? But rewrite their story not from the fractured or broken parts, right? Or 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 the stories or the meanings that came from our earliest caregivers or even generations of broken mm-hmm. women before us. We get to write it from our whole heart. Right. And we get to change the trajectory, right? Our return on investment is that we get to live a kick-ass life now. We do. We get to live a life that we want. We get to live the life that we decided to be. That's a huge gift to us. But we also get to change the trajectory of our children's paths, the generations to come forever. Like literally it is, it's, it's, it's goes down through the generation. So awesome. All right, guys. So this brings <laughs> us to a close. Thank you, Jen, for coming and having a coffee chat Thank with you. your sisters here. You're welcome at DG. And um, if Jen's story inspires you or you have any questions about divorcing gracefully and beyond or any questions really about anything, you could go ahead and put it in the, the chat right below this. You could put it in the comments and I'll also put in my call link. And if this is something that you're like, Donna, I totally, I am ready. I'm ready to do the work. I'm ready to look forward. I'm ready to be in today and to draw the line in the sand to begin my journey as of right now. Just go ahead and book a call with me and we will check chat. But other than that, have a amazing rest of the day and I'll see you guys on the other side. Bye. Bye.